When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're 27 minutes away from 10 o'clock on SENZ right now. It is the mail run, and loveracing.nz is your home for everything thoroughbred racing, including all sorts of ownership opportunities. Now, I imagine there's probably nobody listening right now that would be on the same sort of ownership level as who our next guest works for as far as Yulong, uh, Yulong Invest and what the Zhang family have been able to do for a, a wee while now, but especially in recent times in picking up some of the most sought-after bloodstock literally globally. Sam Fairgray is the Chief Operating Officer of the program at Yulong Invest and he's on the line with us now. He's been good enough to join us and I rung him when he was knee-deep in a sale somewhere the other day, Sam, so I'm really grateful you took my call, and I'm grateful you joined us this morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Louis. Good, thank you. Yep, excellent. Now, you've obviously got plenty on, and you guys are, are working a pretty busy operation. Can you just give us your your backstory, mate, and how you've ended up working with such a elaborate well, program? Uh, well, I uh, I went to school uh, in Auckland at Auckland Grammar, and then left school and worked at uh, Raora. Uh, stud, which was the uh, Fisher uh, family in uh, Tamaki, um, and then moved uh, over to Australia and worked for Arrowfield Stud for 16 years, and then uh, had a couple of years working for Newgate before shifting down to Victoria and uh, and starting with Yulong. Hey, morning, Sam. Michael Guerin here. Mate, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on a Herculean week. Let's talk about what you guys are achieving there. And, of course, you're working with another wonderful Kiwi and, and Harry King, among others, for Mr. Zhang. You've got that many horses there now, and it seems that every sale, whether online or physical, you go to, you're buying at the top end of the market. Is there an end in sight to this? I mean, how much longer can you keep buying million-dollar mares before Mr. Zhang says, I think we have enough horses, boys? Yeah, hi, Michael. Um, we're sort of aiming to get up to 800 uh, broodmares, and the, um, Mr. Zhang's setting the, the aim of building a really elite broodmare band, um, which we're you know, well on the way to, um, built around what um, you know, the Yoshidas have been able to do in Japan with um, you know, Shadai and, and Northern Farm up there, where they've sourced you know, elite broodmares from around the world and, and built up their uh, genetic pool to make them one of the you know strongest one of the strongest jurisdictions of racing in the world. You have purchased some very high priced New Zealand beers. The biggest one, obviously, being Melody Bell. Is that in any way a little bit of a Kiwi bias, or you love them, or you're more aware of some of our horses? Obviously, not Melody Bell because everybody knows her, but you're more aware of the Coventina Bays and those type of horses, or even a, a one-win horse like a Diamond who you bought, that you're more aware of those families, Sam, because you are a Kiwi, or is it also about diversification of bloodlines so you can have some outcrosses? Um, it's, it's the diversification of, of the bloodlines, as well as, uh, you know, there's some very good families, um, you know, that have been built over time and, and New Zealand. And, uh, you know, obviously Melody Bell is, uh, you know, Marie Lester's uh, family, which, um, you know, she's built up over time. And, 
Yeah, we've uh, we've recently, the late Sir Patrick Hogan's dispersal, we've brought some of his really nice family. So getting those bloodlines, um, you know, that have been built up um, over years and and they'll continue to produce, you know, great um, racehorses. Baggy Green on Trivier, Forbidden Love. Uh, you can actually go, which is quite neat, to the website and, and click through them and see their resumes. A lot of them were very, obviously, um, we've been accompanied, we've been uh, well, friendly with before as far as punters. We know that a lot of these mares. I guess, when did this ambition begin for Mr Zhang and, and were you involved or did you get brought in, Sam, to help execute a plan? So he, uh, Mr. Shane came out to Australia. His daughters went to university in Melbourne, and he came out and went to the Melbourne Cup in about 2010. Um, and from then, he sort of got the interest, and he started to race a couple of horses, and then uh, bought a couple of broodmares. Um, and then uh, I joined uh, Yulong in, in 2018, and um, we'd recently just uh, bought a, a new property up at Nagambi, and uh, Mr. Shane wanted to. Uh, turn that into a, uh, a stud farm and we built you know, stallion facilities and then acquired some neighbouring properties where we've continued to build and develop and um, you know, his, his goal was to uh, get up to possibly have 20 stallions um, and 600 broodmares but uh, the, the broodmare numbers, he's, he's jumped that up a bit but um, obviously maintaining you know, the quality is the key and being able to, to support our stallions and, and give them every opportunity. Can I just inquire as to what's the motivation as far as you're aware um, for this? Is it competitive nature when we talk about wanting to be the best and you want to be the biggest and the best, or is this a personal project for Mr Zhang? It's, it's a personal project. He is very passionate um, you know, about the horses. When he's at the farm, um, you know, he's out walking around the horses. He'll be on the tractor. He'll be fixing pipes. He's, uh, he, he really loves... Um, you know, farm life, loves being around the horses. Um, you know, he's a very good judge of a horse, a physical type, and he, uh, he, he knows what's happening all around the world um, in the race industry. He's, he's very across it all. So it's very much a passion um, of his, and uh, he just wants to be able to enjoy, enjoy it and, uh, and have some success on the racetrack and uh, enjoy breeding some nice horses. Sam, we have to ask this because people listening to this would say, who is this Mr. Zhang? I've never heard of him. And, and obviously he's not a guy who started out rich. How did he make this much money? Uh, so he, um, he's, he's self-made. He's, uh, he has coal mines in China. And uh, he's, um, he works extremely hard, obviously a very intelligent man. And uh, you know he's just uh, built himself up over time. He's uh, only 52 years of age, so uh, he's going to be around for a long time. And uh, yeah, he's... Um, you know, he's just a very successful businessman. You obviously need to buy a different array of mares because you have different types of stallions and therefore you need to find different types of crosses. What's your favourite type of mare to buy? Some people want to buy Group 1 horses, some people want to buy mares who are fast, obviously, more so than staying mares. Um, some people don't like older mares and some people like to go with younger horses. What's your go? What's the thing, Sam, that makes you go, yeah, that, that's, that usually is a first box I tick? Uh, the, I really like the physical, the, the good-looking mares that, that have got good pedigrees behind them is, uh, is, is what I think is successful, especially if you want to be on the commercial um, you know, side of things. You need to be able to buy mares that can produce good-looking progeny that you can take to the yearling sales and will be popular. Sam, is there any ambition or, or any interest in New Zealand racing from Yulong's point of view? Uh, 
past just um, broodmares that have raced here? Like I look at a guy like Jerry Harvey and is obviously investment in New Zealand racing is massive. As far as you're aware, is, is there any interest in, in exploring the New Zealand market? Obviously, it's a really interesting time with us over here. You would have seen the news during the week. Is, is there any interest or is he happy where he is, Mr. Zhang, in, in Australia with the operation he's got at the moment? At the moment, he's uh, he's happy with uh, where we are in Australia. You know, building the uh, facility in Victoria is the, the key at the moment, and and getting that up to uh, the level where you know everything's completed, and um, we're happy with the the way it, it's progressing. And then, um, you know, beyond that, any you know anything is possible. Um, you know, previous to him buying the property um, in Victoria, he uh, he had looked at uh, farms uh, in New Zealand. Um, as far as setting up over there, so it, it's not without uh, without the realms of it, of it happening. But at the stage, it's uh, Victoria is where he wants to be um, focusing on. Sam, how has your life changed in the last three years? Because a lot of people get on the sales circuit, whether it's broodmares or yearlings or weanlings, and a lot of people know each other. Everybody's sociable, and everybody seems to get on pretty well. But all of a sudden you seem to have access and maybe deciding on the biggest checkbook in Australasian racing. Does the phone ring a bit more? Do, do, do people sidle up to you at the sales? Or are people, <laughs> shall we say, more excited to see you than they might have been five years ago? <laughs> yeah, certainly. Obviously, um, you know, with, with the growth and so, uh, so on, um, with you along, um, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, can see the vision of Mr Zhang and, and want to sort of, you know, jump in and, and try and get on board with that. But um, you know the reality is it's um, we we just keep on keeping the systems going. Um, we have very good staff on the farm um, that uh, that keep everything moving, and and uh, it's a great credit to them to be able to step up as the numbers have kept going, and they've actually improved the uh, the level and quality of, of care of the horses as the number have increased. So it has um, you know it, it has changed and, and getting busier, but. Um, it's just uh, keeping your head down and focused and, uh, and and making sure everything's moving in the right direction. Yeah, amazing. Uh, we'll let you crack on, Sam. Um, it's been a pleasure to chat to you and just to learn a little bit more. Honestly, I think the thing that I'm probably the most surprised about is the age of Mr. James. Did you say 52? That's right. Uh, that's right. I, uh, I tell you what I'm the most surprised about is Sam went to Auckland Grammar. Of them, though, well, he seems pretty of, down to earth, doesn't I he? know a lot of racing people who, and very few of them went to Auckland Grammar. It's it's not the place you expect to go to learn how to look after racehorses because there's not a lot of land in central Auckland. Hey, Sam, congratulations. Um, I hope you're giving Harry King a bit of time off once in a while because every time I see him at the sales, he tells me he can't get a girlfriend because he works all the time. And oh, yeah, I'm worried, that's the problem. I'm worried about Harry. So, Sam, if you can make sure well, at least he gets I'm one Sunday off a fortnight. I'm now concerned because he's got a girlfriend. Does that mean he's slowing down working? Ah, uh, well. <laughs> hey, it's co- Sam, it's called the internet. That's what it'll be. Vic, oh, <laughs> you, you might have done the, the young lad a, a massive oh. disservice there. We'll, we'll quickly wrap this one up, Sam. Pleasure to chat. Good as go. Thanks, guys. See you. Fascinating. I wouldn't have picked that. An Auckland grammar boy. And they're not, they're not picking on Auckland grammar people, but there's not a lot of, shall we say, hands-on farm-working breeding experts who went to Auckland grammar because it's probably not what they specialise in. Can I rattle through a couple of these mares for yourself and everybody listening, Mick? Because I'm on the website and my jaw keeps dropping every time the slide goes. So Baggy Green, who we knew we know has produced just an unbelievable uh, range of stars, including Tefane, who, by the way, is on 
this page. We've got Foxplay. You remember Foxplay? Forbidden Love. Uh, Glitzabeel. Uh, we've got uh, but plenty from the northern hemisphere that you might not be aware of. Graceful Glamour. Well, we've got Melody Bell, obviously. Obviously, Melody Bell. Um, now, Yulong was involved in the bidding war, I believe, for Avantage. That yeah, they were. They, 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 I actually got. I started to play early, and I think I jumped out about one point six million on Avantage. Um, but uh, yeah, they Ice they bath? were they were underbidders on Avantage, who obviously went for four point two. I think it was to to Coolmore. And and usually when you get these big ticket mares, often it's them in Coolmore at the top end of the market, but. Coolmore basically bought what they want about two or three years ago, and now, more often than not, when they get beat, they get beat by Yulong. Yeah, um, and that makes perfect sense when you talk about that sort of investment. Ice bath, isotope, Miss Sentimental in her time. I mean, this is amazing, and, and I, re- I think the, the thing that's jumped out about the age of 52, self-made man, coal mines in China, this money's not drying up, and also, he's not going away. There's a long time... A long time to go when Yulong's going to be at the top of the game with a broodmare ban of 800 of the finest um, mares in the world, well, a essentially. Lot, a lot of people, Louis, don't understand the dynamics of what happens here is when you've got a stallion, you've got to support it. So a lot of people, for example, they, I don't know, say Tavachi comes to Waikato and they sell shares of them. Once you've got a share, you need a mare because you can sell your service fee, but you need a mare to breed from them. Now, if you own the stallion, you might need 30 or 40 mares. Because someone's got to support these horses. So, for, for sure. example, they own a Tagaloa and those sort of horses who people don't think of because they also own Written Tycoon. That's so right. you think about Written Tycoon, but you don't even think about Tagaloa. And they need to find 20, 30, 40 mares to put the Tagaloa. So what you're finding is the Broomier market's so hot because the people who own all these stallions, and there's stallions standing in Australia you'll never hear of. And they go, well, sure. well I've got to support this. I've got to support and these. So what they go is they're fighting each other to get to these mares because if you don't get good mares, very rarely can you produce a successful stallion and therefore your investment goes down the drain. So it's a, it's a fascinating, almost self-feeding market. It's, again, you and I often talk about the ecosystem. Well, this That's is right. the really top end of the ecosystem. And I'm really, um, not that I know Sam, but he must have done a hell of a job to be in charge of what's, now close to the biggest machine in Australasian racing, maybe after Kieran Ma, because they tell me Kieran these days has got a thousand horses.